Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. You're not going to have to tell me to be um, uh, qu- quiet or uh, to breathe, to chill out this episode, um, since the warning you gave to me at the beginning of last episode will apply to this episode, since, uh, surprise, surprise, we didn't get as far as we thought we would. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I always want to be prepared. You won't. You won't have to repeat it because um, been up since five, up since five, and I'm not, um, I'm not a get up at five kind of gal. I'm sure there are people listening. I'm sure there are farmers, fisher people. Um, I get up at four thirty. Huh? I get up at four thirty. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to though. Anyways, you. Yes, I do. Oh, right. You have a morning shift. But anyway, like. I'm not Maureen, okay? Eh. I don't have to get up at five. I don't. I'm currently still working from home. Like I don't need to get up at five. I can, yeah. I can get up at eight twenty nine and still be on time for my work at eight thirty. So yes, that's gonna change. I'm going back to work at least per uh, so, oh, blah, blah. regularly. It, it's a hybrid situation. I'm not mad at it. Um, but like, I I don't know. I had, like, social interaction this weekend, and my body's, like, time to sleep. And so I went to bed super early, so I'm, like, ready for bed again right now. So I think, um, because we're recording this on Monday, and I got up at five, so I'm just... Because we both were too tired to to record on Sunday, because we're smart people who plan ahead. We were sick. Everyone was sick. Yeah. Well, I'm. For that. I also have a little bit of good news to share. Um, I am going to see the Mountain Goats this Friday. Congratulations! Wow. Like they're one of my favorite bands. That, like they're so much my favorite band that I don't talk about the fact that they're my favorite band because like I don't want. I feel like people won't get it, you know. <laughs> but it's because a lot, a lot. Yeah. Of, their music is kind of rough if you don't like. Like every every uh, trigger warning, content warning. If you look into their music, but like not that it's like they're like I want to do these things. It's more these things happen to me, and I'm gonna sing about it as a forty year old man. Yeah, my favorite band is also kind of like that. Not like with the trigger warnings, but it's a little um, abrasive. Yeah, I mean half of their albums sound like they were, and I'm pretty sure they were recorded in like a empty warehouse on like a a child's tape recorder. Um, and, like, they're on Spotify just like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd be playing um, Hop Along, and my aunt would just be like, they sound like a dying rat. So I'm like, cool, thanks. I'm just gonna turn it up a little. <laughs> it's a good job. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, do you have anything to start off the podcast with before we talk about reading? Not, not really. I got a wonderful collage of my cat from Google yesterday. Oh, I love great. when Google does that. I'll have to share that one with you. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It has um, it has all the highlights. It has uh, lizard crime. It has some art. <laughs> her laying on my art. Mine's so. always like you took multiple photos of him just in the same position, just sitting there. Do you want all these? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that one's different. He's blinking in that one. They're cute in different ways. <laughs> His pupils are larger. So, like, this is a lot of megabytes. I'm like, keep them there. Uh, what have you been reading? 
Nothing. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I I went to my local library, finally, Ooh. guys. Got my library card. I actually got it a couple weeks oh, ago. So happy for you. Um, and I, they have a cool, like, children's graphic novel section, and I found the adult graphic novel Ooh. section. Everything's like, it's a hundred-year-old building, and it's kind of like, it, I feel like it was like a church, or maybe like a, a, a like a, um, a lecture hall in a different lifetime because it's like the setup mm-hmm. is so weird and there's a second floor and it's like everything's in different nooks and crannies and I kept like turning corners and being like okay this is another section I don't I didn't know this was uh, I thought this was like a hallway this is actually another section of this library okay so oh, I spent like fun yeah I spent like 30 minutes getting lost there um and I got some good books um first one uh I'm this one I read and I finished whoop, Drama by Raina Telegemeyer. Um, probably mispronouncing that, but I should probably know how to say her name because she's like, she's like the it girl. Of, yeah. Uh, YA uh, graphic novels. Yeah, like, like tween, tween comics. She's done like autobios, like Smile, and like Teeth. this one is no, wait. Um, her own, it, it's a, it's a fictional story, but it's set in like it's set in middle school yeah um and it there's gay like no spoilers but there is gay we love gay so, yeah and it's literally about a uh a middle school like drama after school club and it's like oh so relatable and the main characters in the tech crew which i was part of for most of the years i was in drama oh. so very relatable um yeah Main plot point is trying to get a cannon to work. I was like, ah, these kids have a lot more money than my school did, but okay. <laughs> um, and I haven't... I actually have two books. I'm so confident in my readabilities. I'm going to get us two. Um, I finished the poetry that I have been reading, and I'm starting uh, just in time... Well, early, but just in time for Pride. Um, if Not Winter, Fragments of Sappho, um, translated oh. by Ann Carson. So it's a uh, Sappho's Poetry Fragments. Um, I just literally started this today because I finished oh. the last poetry book I was reading not too long ago. And I was like, oh, I've been, it's perfectly time for pride. Like, gonna read me some Sappho. Yeah, because we love gays. Because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? is pride month yeah. when Especially you love gay yeah yeah i'm our dryer is broken yikes so i just have slow uh, there's so much laundry just right to the left of me that you can't see that's like just slowly encroaching upon my space that's rough it's tough when you're in the closet <laughs> um Speaking of the closet, that doesn't work at all. But last episode, um, <laughs> we didn't. We barely got um, any of my. I okay. I don't know about you guys, but I work really hard on the um, titles and the descriptions of very our, good. 
of our episodes. And I think last episodes, I can just sum up um, last episode with what I described it as in uh, the last episode. Last episode was 155, the evil, Cordy, evil Corner and Manipulation Master. And I said, Bramble Call continues to test our host patience by humoring a clown that shouldn't still be honking. But it seems not even death can separate this band of bozos. At least things in the waking world are improving, except for Firestar's naming capabilities. Like, that's everything <laughs> you need to know. Um, I did almost, like, title this one of Evil Coroner and a very scary child's name, but it it didn't really work out. Spider Legs is very upsetting still. It's just Spider Leg, just one leg. <sighs> yeah, I will probably continue to call him Spider Legs because it's just, it sounds like what it should be. Is That doesn't make sense. Is it just one of his legs long? I guess you could describe each one as a spider leg. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, we we have we had a naming ceremony and we had a retirement ceremony. Yeah, um, Mouseford, go and, relax. And uh Brambleclaw was like tempted by his dead dad to come to the dark side and then he woke up and everyone's like wow Brambleclaw you're so good at things except for his girlfriend who's like uh we're I'm still mad at you for a lot of reasons but actually we should still be like friends and he was like I'm gonna misunderstand you on purpose more or yeah, less. that's not gonna that's get not a any perfect better. summary but if that's you're confused go listen to the last episode <laughs> all right so Thunderclan's getting ready to leave for the gathering Let's meet at the stump. Well, Brambleclaw realizes that Squirrelflight had slipped up to his side. She greets him, friendly but uncertain. She asks I if he's okay. Him. He's been in a dream all day. Brambleclaw <laughs> winces. He wants to respond to the affection in her gaze, but she's the last cat he could tell about his dream, given her feelings about Hawkfrost. No, you should tell her because she's part of, like, here's the thing, man. I don't know how you're doing this before you get married into that family, but their whole, their whole thing is having weird dreams with mm -hmm. weird relationships with people, like people that like aren't even slightly close to them, like people who are less close to them than your half brother and your dad. Like, yeah. So honestly, I feel like. She won't react well. Like he's right. Like she won't be. Yes, like, I will. She won't be like woo, psyched about it. But like, she'll know kind of like okay, maybe we should talk to my dad, and maybe even more importantly, maybe we should talk to my sister. Since yeah, she's like he's... the whole dream thing. Like that's kind of part of her yeah. job. She's training for. And like he was there with Tiger Star. Obviously, it's bad news. Right. Like, maybe yeah, so help Brambleclaw like, realize that it's bad news. Take him by his kitty shoulders and be like, he is manipulating you. He is manipulating you. He is manipulating his you. Broad shoulders. His broad, his kitty, broad shoulders, kitty shoulders. Just, just like, like his, his father's. <laughs> Grab actually, him by I'm his father's so okay, shoulders. Okay, God. This is going to be. So oh, my God. I just got like a pre headache because I just know this is once, once, once the poop hits the fan. Uh, it's gonna be so annoying 
to watch Firestar go through the whole, uh, he looks just like his dad. Now he's being his dad. His dad's coming to his dreams. Like, oh my God, that's going to be like, if we, I'm sure we'll get something of that. It's going to be so, like, it's already exhausting because we're getting it through Brambleclaw, so. Yeah, we already, I think Firestar actually has mostly passed it. I don't think Brambleclaw's passed it. I think, I think having a child as, um, time consuming as, uh, squirrel flight has has sort yeah of, he's like i can't worry about how much you look like your dad and honestly i think that's all i have to worry to leave pa um because she's like she's also some stuff's happening with her internally that i'm not approving of yeah so i don't know if like having a, a father <laughs> more present in her life would help with that i don't think how your store is like a bad dad but I am worried that um, his neglect is affecting her possible choice of men. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I mean, but he has to worry about Squirrel Flight being too much like him. Yeah, you look like your dad, Brambleclaw, but this is my daughter and I did some crap when I was young. <laughs> if you guys make out, it'd be like I was making out with your dad. That's so weird. <laughs> And they're like, you actually did not have to say that. Here's things you could have not said that. Well, Brambleclaw scuffles his paws and says he just didn't sleep well last night. I guess, you know. Why? Well, Squirrel Fight narrows her eyes, guessing correctly that there was something he wasn't telling her. Keep your secrets if you want, she sighed. See if I care. No. And she whisked around and left the camp. (sighs) Be, be more annoying. Don't just give Bramble- up. Yeah, but if that was you, like, if I was standing next to her, I'd say, girl, move on. Yeah, no, I, like, I'm for like, maybe- it. I'm for yeah. it. But I want her, I wanted her to be, like, oh, you didn't sleep well? Why? Why? Just, like, give him the toddler's Yeah, thing. Give him the... When- yeah, like, we I know she needs to it, talk though. some sense She, honestly, good for her. Move on. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's not going to move on. She's not. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, just commit to the being annoying girlfriend thing. Because here's the thing. I know none of y'all are getting over this. Because what are your options? She has other options. Does she? Oh, yeah. Does she? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Brambleclaw calls after her, but when he gets out of camp, she's already with Leafpaw, their heads bent close. Uh-huh. And she doesn't turn to look when he calls her name. Yeah. They're talking mad crap about you. Sorreltail is the last cat to emerge. Brackenfur had been waiting outside the entrance for everyone. And when she walks by, he touches her ear with his muzzle and greets her. He's glad she's coming. Sorreltail blinks at him and purrs. At Brackenfur? At Brackenfur. Oh, oh, we're having a... Hey, you kids are both gay. What's happening here? What? Brackenfur? I don't know. I'm just... Sure, why not? <laughs> well, I, I guess, guess it's maybe fine. He's... It's cute. He's not a choice anymore. Look, it's a healthy that relationship. Na- that really, that kind of narrows it down a lot. It's a healthy, blossoming relationship. This is Take adorable. Take notes, Brambleclaw. This is Take cute. Take notes. I like this. this. Let's Nobody's just yelling at each other. Them. Yeah. Like, who cares? 
about the drama. Let's just I get do. cuties being cute. Yeah, I do. I'll like I I say I want to focus on those guys being cute, but I you know, I'd make yeah. it like one episode before I'm like, all right, <laughs> what's happening over there? Firestar is leading his clan down the stream to the lake shore. He says they'll have to make sure Wind Clan understands that they have to cross their territory every full moon. And Cloudtail mutters to Dustpelt that it shouldn't be too difficult. True, oh. Dustpelt grunts. They could probably charge through Wind Clan camp without any warriors lifting a paw. Oh, I thought There's they were gonna like say they could probably talking. charge them a toll, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "You have money." <laughs> well, Sorreltail protests that isn't fair. One Whisker would defend his camp fiercely as any warrior. But Cloudtail and Dustpelt don't seem convinced. Probably. Because remember, he gave away that chunk of territory last episode. He was having a weird day. I mean, I know... I really think that Firestar should talk to him this this meeting and be like, hey man. That'd be good. Um, that was like cool, but maybe we should split seize it because it's like kind of making you look bad or yeah, making you look worse. Brambleclaw finds himself looking back to where Leafpaw and Squirrelflight were towards the back of the group. He's comforted that she's not with Ashfur, because he thinks Ashfur pays far too much attention to Squirrelflight. Is Ashfur a boy? Yeah. Oh. The other option. Who's that? I don't think I know anything about Ashfur. <laughs> Whose kid is uh, that? White's... Oh, no, not... He's uh, Willow Pelt's kid. Um, Ferncloud's brother. Uh, oh, you meant we? I we already did this. We did this like a couple episodes ago. Did we? Probably. Yeah. Um, no, that was with Rain Whisker, I think. Oh, jeez. Okay, you can't <laughs> just keep saying names. Um. Uh, but good, good. That's a much better choice, just from the family mentioned. Yeah, you think? I mean, I know it's not gonna happen. Like, we've already. It's the sunk cost fallacy. We've already sunk so much time into these idiots. <laughs> We're gonna be stuck with them. Yeah, I mean, look at Fi look at Firestar. He had a crush that lasted two sentences, and we're still stuck with her. <laughs> and that and that could apply to his wife and his ghost stalker. Yeah, Christ. Well, just before they near Horse Place, remember we call that Horse Place because it's the place where the horses are. I don't think are. that the Aarons are very capable of really pulling a fast ones on us in their romance department. No. I hope not. I hope not. Alright, well, we're near Horse Place. Oh, cool. Is the horse there? Um, well, we're not quite there yet. Wind Clan's here, oh. though. Hey, Wind Clan, they're up on the hill. Wake me up when the horse is there. I don't care about Wind Clan. <laughs> well, Brambleclaw is surprised Mudclaw is with them, but there's no sign of the new deputy Ashfoot. Where would Mudclaw be? He's not Mudclaw's gonna leave there. Him home alone. Okay, yeah, we're not leaving Mudclaw home alone. Like, yeah, I'm gonna He'd leave him home the alone to incite chaos. Like, that's super dumb. This is the no. smartest thing that our, yeah. our our dearest One Whisker has done. Keep your enemies closer. Yeah, no offense. 
from whisker but like a little bit a little one whisker and firestar walked side by side but the rest of the cats stayed to their own clans brambleclaw waves his tail at crowfeather but instead of coming over to greet him he just acknowledged him with a brief nod okay yeah, that's, crowfeather's that, gonna be crowfeather that's pretty, that that's makes sense i wasn't that's on brand he, it'd be really out of character if he did like do anything more than that to be honest Firestar signals for them to stop. Brambleclaw goes to see what's going on. There's scent of strange cats. More kitty pets, he mutters to Crowfeather, who bristles beside him. Or is it like, we just, we've just realized that the other clans smell? <laughs> Again. Two cats emerge from the grass on the other side of the fence. Hi! What are your names? A muscular gray and white tom asks who they are and what they want. Oh! Mudclaw and Cloudtail spring forward, but Firestar waves them off. He says they aren't looking for trouble, they've come to live near here. The second cat is a cream-colored she-cat with long fur. Her heavy, round belly shows that she's expecting kits. Pregnant! She explains that there's so many of them. One whisker says there are more than this, but they won't bother them. The Tom fluffed up his fur. There's more? <laughs> Guys, that's, I guess that kind of, that's pretty scary. He says, set one paw inside this fence. And Squirrel Flight asks, why would they? Her eyes gleamed with curiosity. Do they, they don't live, live with do two they legs. Do they horse place? Yeah. Do they ride the horses? Yes. Oh! <gasps> Are you kidding? Of course I'm kidding. Okay, well, yeah, I got... Okay, okay, well... Sorry, I crushed your dreams. We had a mountain lion. Like, at this point, anything could have happened. Well, Brambleclaw has to explain what two legs are. You know, pink creatures who walk oh, on their hind legs? legs. What do they call them? Um, oh, the no-furs. They call them no-furs. Oh they my god, no so fur. cute. Okay, can you give them a little country accents? Is that where from the Howard's No furs. She says they don't live with them either. They live in the stable with the horses. So they seem to be loners, like (laughs) Ravenclaw and Barley. I I think that's just where we see them. (laughs) Well, that's what, that's what, that's what, uh, she says. Oh, sorry, that's what, that's what the gal says. Yeah, she's like, no, we live in the stable. So, like Ravenclaw and Barley. Well, move on, the Tom orders. Oh my god. They don't want them here. Squirrel Flight protests that there's no need to be unfriendly. And Mudclaw unsheaths his claws. Okay. Because he's a tool. Yeah. If this Tom insisted on aggression, there would be a fight. A small wind-claimed queen flicked her tail to block Mudclaw's way. She tells him to calm down. Can't he smell the kits? He's just defending his nursery. Whitetail is right. Who's that? There are more cats, including Kits. Whitetail, she's in, uh, she's in Wind Clan. Wind Clan Queen. Oh. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the horse place queen looks impressed. She says that Floss kitted yesterday. She butts the Tom and says these cats are okay. She doesn't think they need to worry about them. I can't believe we got a replacement for... For, uh, Ravenclaw, uh, Ravenpaw and, and Barley. Yeah. 
got no we got new barn cats i I suppose it makes sense you see a barn there should be cats there should be cats well firestar promises that none of them would ever hurt kits the tom steps back his neck fur lying flat he introduces himself as smoky and the queen as daisy oh my god we have smoky daisy and floss on the farm floss just had kits and daisy is pregnant floss floss yeah. Spell it? F-L-O-S-S. Okay. I'm thinking like candy floss, because that's what they call candy, um, or that's what they call cotton candy. And, like, I'm, I'm yeah. just imagining she's super fluffy. I'm sure she is. Um, and he warns them that there is a small dog in the no-fur den. It's usually inside, but sometimes it gets loose. Firestar thanks him. They'll keep a lookout. Smokey nods and pads off, jerking his head for Daisy to follow. She hesitates for a moment before going after him. Goodbye, Squirrel Flight calls. See you again sometime. <laughs> Goodbye. When they reach the clearing, Shadow Clan and River Clan are already there. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Uh, of course. Before we start uh, greeting everyone. Before we start our meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before I probably get angry. Angry. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, I love it when cat facts just, like, kind of plop into my lap. Because um, it, it seems to happen when I'm most, like, not knowing what to do. Like, I was kind of, like, ho-humming a bit about, like, what cat facts do for this episode. Because I was like, yeah. okay, should I continue on an old series like I've been doing like should I find a different one those like take a lot of you know a lot of uh research time and I didn't really have too much research time and I was just kind of like oh geez do I I have some like saved links but those are really long and open up YouTube one day and what is in my recommended uh feed but a video titled meet the cats fighting Chicago's rat problem and I was like okay this, this is five minutes long. Like, what do I have to lose? Um, I had nothing to lose. I had everything to gain. Obviously. Um, Obviously. So, uh, according to this video and other resources, um, Chicago has, like, a pretty bad rat issue. Like, an ongoing, like, apparently they've been voted, like, rattiest city in the U.S., which, like... Congratulations, uh, Chicago. I, yeah, I don't... I don't know who is really saying that, but darn. They, Most they got rats that, per capita. Yeah, they got that crown going for them. Um, and these rats are, like, messing with businesses, restaurants, and everyday people. Like, people are walking outside at night, and rats are running across their feet. Like, people are scared to go out because there's so many rats. So um, many rats. <laughs> and, uh... They've tried things like traps and poisons and just kind of not had too much success. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. like downsides to both of those. What to do? Obviously, uh, cats. Like that's... Cats. It makes sense. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've covered um, Humane Society as an animal uh, like establishments that really focus on getting cats off the streets. Um, but some cats are feral and really cannot be placed in homes with humans. Um, and, yeah. and 
unfortunately opted the choices for those uh, cats is um, to euthanize them um, in a lot of situations or, you know, TNR is sometimes an option. Um, but Sometimes they give them away as barn cats. That's how my dad got right, a bunch of cats. Right, but Chicago, unfortunately, doesn't have too many barns. Right well, um, yeah. <laughs> but, so the, and the tree, but, 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 the Treehouse Humane Society in Chicago had a different idea. They were like, hey, um, and I will say this video was from 2021, so fairly recently, um, but they've had a program ongoing since 2012 called the oh. Cats at Work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they have a TNR program where they trap, neuter, and return these cats. Um, and usually they evaluate the cats once they're uh, in their facilities and they're like, okay, can we bring this cat back to its colony safely? Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes yes, but sometimes no. And when they can't return it to their colony safely, um, and there's not like an option like finding a farm, it's like, oh shoot, the next option is to euthanize. However, they're like, wait, wait, wait. What if we give these cats what a if? job? Um, <laughs> so the uh, Cats at Work program is citizens, uh, I believe it's either like residents or businesses, pay $165 to get. Uh, to sponsor uh, a cat, a.k.a. feed a house, like an outside house, like a warm yeah, house, because yeah. Chicago's cold, and uh, give medical care to a cat who is then placed outside their, their, you know, home or their business, and those cats remain feral, um, but their food, they're fed, they're given shelter, and they're cared for, Yeah. Um, and they scare away all the rats. Ah. So... These cats, um, in in the coverage I've seen, and by the people who like I've taken part of this program, uh, they say you know they're not they're not hungry. Like we feed them regularly, they're, so they're not hungry. Most of the time, they're yeah. just hunting these rats for sport because it's what cats naturally do. They yeah, see a rat, they're, they're like time murderers. To kill. They're murderers, and after a while, the cats their their pheromones will like tell all the local rats like this is not a safe place for us to be anymore we gotta get out of this neighborhood we gotta go there's there's cats here um so the cats mainly deal with the rat problem by just like their scent getting everywhere in the in the local area um and folks have seen uh like a lot of success with this there was like a, a brewery that was like having all sorts of issues and like they had tried the other solutions like traps and poisons without much success mm-hmm. they got a they got they took part in this and they're like you know rats love grain um apparently they hate cats more um and yeah they love not being eaten more than they love they grain. do uh thank goodness oh, oh, in this time over a thousand cats have taken part of the program um it was funny because like the coverage by the media kind of made it on the website of the Treehouse Humane Society have to be like, did you guys release a thousand cats all at once? And they're like, as hilarious as that sounds, no, that's just like an estimate of what we've done overall in like the mm-hmm. time. Like we, the we past have 10 like a years. couple cats per month take part of this program um, and uh, they, you know, will help scare away the rats in the city. Um, and something that often comes up because you know i'm an advocate for keeping your cats indoors especially if they're non-feral cats um one of the issues brought up on the website that i thought was interesting was like what about the birds the birds guys our local birds and um the humane society the tree house humane society was like well here's the thing 
these cats are well f- are well fed, and mm-hmm. um, they're not usually uh, hunting these birds and eating these birds because they're already they already have all their needs met. And birds are much harder prey for cats to get. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to be going for a bird if they can just go eat the kibble that's left out for them. Um, like maybe they'll go for it at, for sport, but like we they do have like a a offset program to like you know donate to you know. I love uh, good conservation, and and when cats are TNR'd, um, all of these cats are, are are you know neutered and spayed, so they're not giving yeah. birth to little kitties that are hungry and gonna go after the wildlife. Yes. So, um, and you know I, I would say they don't mention this, but I would say once cats are neutered and spayed, they're usually a lot less, they're a lot chiller. So that's, that's talked about in warriors. That's what they yeah, talk. they that's usually aren't like say. going for the for the birds. Um, like I mean, my cats do, but you know they're not gonna. Oh, mine has tried so hard. Like they'll try, but you know they're doing it for sport. And honestly, if they have rats to chase, why are they gonna go for birds that are harder to get? Um, so and I'm sure they like tell the people like don't put your like bird feeder by the, the place you Don't have put your, your bird feeder by this cat house. Cat place that you have. Um, they aren't... I will have um, the uh, humane shelter, shelter linked. Um, they aren't taking applicants at this time. Um, so, you can, if you're in the Chicago area, you cannot join, but of course you can donate and you can also assist in different ways. Um, I believe they have a donation link on their website. Um, and they've... Uh, found great success in this program and i think it's a great option for cats that can't feral cats that can't rejoin their colonies and can't really go to a um a different place that will like care for them and it's a better option than euthanasia and it overall does help decrease the feral cat population so yeah i just i thought it was a really interesting um you know we see this happening like in, like, the ancient times, like, we talked a lot about historical cats who were, like, ship cats, and those are still kind of, like, parts of, um, you know, they're still barn cats, but it's, yeah. uh, it's funny seeing, um, ancient problems with ancient solutions. <laughs> we That's have too many rats. the best. Like, yeah, well. Sometimes you let's, figure let's... it out right away. Yeah, especially since this is a way that these cats can be tracked and cared for responsibly and like Yeah, not... and won't reproduce. Exactly. We're not we're not going to just like be um ca- <laughs> getting rid of an invasive species with another invasive species. We're going to get rid of an invasive species with a controlled species. <laughs> so, uh, I thought it was a really uh interesting uh, video, really interesting idea, and some of these cats have some great names like one's name is Washington. So beautiful. They have some, yeah. You know, I think I'm going to be in Chicago at some point next month. I'll keep a lookout for these wonderful cats. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you for um, that. That was great. Yeah. It was a fun little thing. I was very excited to just have it literally just show up on my, like, recommended page. And I was like, (sighs) oh, no, YouTube's got you. They know. YouTube has got me. In a chokehold. They know you do a cat podcast. Yeah. They're like, what are you what are you watching in between K pop videos and uh let's plays this? This. We know you need this. Yeah. Come on, girl. Alright, All right. we're at a meeting. Everything's we're here. Normal. Well, Brambleclaw notices Tawny Pelt right away. Oh, 
Rain Whisker bounds past him to greet a young River Clan warrior. He asks Swallowtail how the prey is running. And Swallowtail looks awkwardly to Leopard Star and murmurs that it's fine. Rain Whisker bends to lick her ears in greeting, but What's jerks happened? away. Embarrassed, he licks his paw and swipes it over his face. He mutters an apology. He forgets things are different now. It's well, just a I little mean, vignette of we all used to be friends two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, but it's pretty normal to, like, people go and say hi to their friends at gatherings. You're not supposed to be this friendly, though. Oh my god, okay, it's so, like, ugh. Yeah, right, It's like, what right. fork am I using? Uh-oh, I used the salad fork on my steak. What's gonna happen? You're gonna and... take me out back and have me join the pigs out of the slop bucket? I guess so. Like... I mean, I think it's more like, it's more like we were so close and now, like, we're cognizant that we need to separate. And so, yeah. you know, it's more, like, self-conscious about it because it's like, oh. I guess, I guess. I'm still loyal to my clan even though we were all together. So just, like, play, play a little more cool there, buddy. Yeah. Can't be so eager to have a friend. <laughs> well, Tawny Pelt comes up to Brambleclaw. And after that abrupt reminder of clan differences, he stays a tail length away. He dips really his head and says it's good to see her. <laughs> and you, mouse brain, Tawny Pelt says, stepping forward to press her muzzle to bramble claws. Why are they going to be she says, their siblings? What? Well, she says this is ridiculous. They've been through too much together to forget the no, past. No, I know. I, I understand why no, those yeah. two get to be an exception. They're main characters. Well, no, Tawny Pelt thinks that everybody should be. She's like, she says this is ridiculous. Yes. Um, sharing memories, Pelt. Sharing memories and liking each other because of it doesn't make them traitors to their clan. Oh my god, Tawny Pelt's the, uh, Tawny, Tawny Pelt the pacifist? I didn't expect this. This is a <laughs> twist. Well, Brambleclaw knows she's right, but also that other cats don't feel the same. A yeah, group like of three. Shadow Clan cats are glaring at them. Rowan yeah, Claw is among they're, them. They're t- <clears throat> That's why I say that. Yeah. Well, Brambleclaw meets his furious gaze. Rowan Claw makes a remark to his clanmates. Brambleclaw can't hear, but guesses it wasn't a compliment. It was poo 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 poo. Probably. Brambleclaw goes to find a good place to sit. But he'd only moved a few steps when Hawkfrost appeared. Hawkfrost looks at Brambleclaw expectantly. Uh, hi, Brambleclaw says. How are you settling in? I thought, I thought, bro, weren't you practicing this? Hawkfrost dips his head and says, fine, thank you. His voice is cool. And Brambleclaw backs away. Does Hawkfrost think he's being disloyal to ThunderClan by talking to him? Sorry, he came I over just to thought. You. Hawkfrost tips his head, a knowing look in his eyes. He tells Brambleclaw not to worry. He's not one of those cats who thinks those from different clans shouldn't have anything to do with one another. He says sympathetically that he saw what happened with him and Tawny Pelt. They all have friends in different clans now. Yet they have to act as if being rivals is the only thing that matters. 
And Brambleclaw wants to yowl. Yes, that's how he feels. But instead, mm. he just says quietly, it's hard to forget what we've been through. Mm. Has, 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 has Dirty Tiger Star been giving you some lessons in manipulation, sir? Some pri- sir? Have you been having some private dreams with Daddy? Daddy dreams? Daddy dreams? Papa, Papa visions? I can't think of like, oh, Papa premonitions? Oh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> did I, I did it. I'm very proud of that. Um, But like, for real, get to the point. And also, Brimbleclaw, you literally were thinking about this two minutes ago. How do you not know <laughs> what he's over here to talk about? Well, Hawkfrost says that he was just saying the same thing to Mudclaw. He's been telling him about the problems in Wind Clan. Brambleclaw asks, "What problems?" Yeah, I don't believe. Oh, for a second doesn't that he was know? Happening. Oh doesn't my god, Hawkfrost is just a gossip. I like. I would love it so. I would. Oh, okay. This is making me like Hawkfrost a little bit. Him being a mad goss, but he, I know he's doing it for evil reasons. Well, the way One Whisker won't establish firm boundaries. And Mudclaw said he gave away a slice of territory in return for some healing herbs. Oh, I know that. I mean... Brambleclaw narrows his eyes. And it kind of sounds like Mudclaw is doing a lot to imply that One Whisker isn't fit to be leader. Yeah, he's not just he's not just doing a lot. He's literally running a whole circus. <sighs> he's, Hawkfrost He's continues. putting up a, a literal banner. He says maybe Tallstar was wrong to choose One Whisker to succeed him. It would be a pity if WindClan's new leader wasn't strong enough. Not the best start for their new life. What? Do you, like, are you just over here to, like, talk crap? Or are we gonna, like, talk about our shared dreams or whatever? Because I thought this was gonna be more intimate. I thought this was gonna be, like, a brotherly moment. And instead it's just you just talking just... The, the maddest sort of crap. Just so, gossip. Just clan like you're gossip. You're hardcore, and like, I like Brenna loves it. Brenna loves it, but I really don't think Bramble calls a gossip. Like I am a self-confessed. Like I have a gossip. I love gossip. I love gossip. But that has nothing to do with me. Um, yes, as long as it has nothing to do with me, yeah, I'm here for it. I love. I love hearing everyone's, uh, like opinions on their coworker that I'll never know. Yes, but, please. But also, I I like like get to it, like bite the bullet, dude. I <laughs> I don't have time for this. Well, Brambleclaw argues that he's sure one whisker could be a great leader. Hawkfrost says it takes a strong leader to make a strong clan. One whisker hasn't received his name or his nine lives yet. Could that be a sign that he doesn't have Star Clan's approval? It's been a week. He sounds... It's been two weeks. Yeah, but, like, we all... We can't find a new moonstone. So. Right. That's your sister's fault. You know what? Let's start Let's start going back. Let's start, let's start throwing stones right back at this glass house if we're gonna do this. Like, if well, we're gonna, if we're gonna mudsling, let's sling it. Hawk Come on, River Clarence. I hear you like the mud. Well, he sounds curious rather than hostile. And it's impossible for Brambleclaw to disagree. Oh my god. Here we go. He's so easy. He really is. 
easy, easy little himbo. Oh. Okay, well, let's, let's, Sweet hear, summer it, let's child. hear it. I'm ready. Hawk Frost says Mudclaw feels the same. His clan needs strong leadership more than ever, and it's hard to fix new boundaries when everyone has gotten close. But their decisions now will affect every cat for many seasons to come. Wind Clan could end up starving if one whisker doesn't claim enough territory. Okay, this what shines... else is new? That's like Wind Clan's current, like, Wind Clan always has that issue. I don't really think it'll be like, uh, they'll be like, oh, it's just another day beta in Wind Clan. Well, this shines a new light on Mudclaw in Brambleclaw's mind. He had thought no. the former deputy cared only for his own ambitions. Oh, God. But he's shown as much courage and determination as any other cat on the journey. Would he really make a more effective leader than One Whisker? Brambleclaw says thoughtfully that Mudclaw was a very good deputy. Yeah? What's up? Hey, Brambleclaw. Hey, Brambleclaw. Um, did you hear? I heard RiverClan cats can fly as well as swim. I just heard that. That's just all the proof I have. I just heard that. And Brambleclaw would be like, oh my god, that's crazy. How did they? I, you know, I've never really been able to train myself to swim really well, even though I, I've, I've studied with, uh, wow, flying? Crazy. I'm going to go jump off a cliff. Like, huh? Like I said, like, to bring it back to bait, like, this kid, there isn't even a hook on this line. He just saw a dangly piece of string and was like, ooh, chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at Hawk Frost right now. I'm surprised at myself for saying that, but I'm not mad at Hawk Frost because he's just playing the game. He's just playing yeah. the He's just politicaling himself out here. The person who is failing is Mr. I can't have a critical thought, apparently, ever. Like, I can only have a critical thought towards myself and my girlfriend. Or my ex-girlfriend, because apparently I can only think critically. And her dad. What? Can you? <laughs> oh my god, what? what has this guy done to make you trust a single word out of his mouth you have, they have one, the same shoulders you have one daddy dream and you're just like oh well he could tell me anything he could tell me that the horse place cats ride the horses and i believe them <laughs> <laughs> i i'm gonna trust him like a friend that i've had for literally 10 almost 10 years and with that much trust i've been doing a podcast with for like half of that time but no he doesn't have that same thing he doesn't have a 10 plus year friendship with this guy he we haven't been friends for that long but you know what i mean he oh he has like he has a similar shoulder width a shared daddy dream and he's like guess he could tell me anything don't forget the same dark tabby pelt <sighs> his sister has that same pelt no she's a tortoiseshell oh my god she's very cute wait i thought i think she's tawny a dilute looked... tortoiseshell i thought tawny pelt looked more like him no oh no 
on what? on her most recent she got a she got a novella and she was a dilute tortoise shell on that oh, novella great. and i really I enjoyed that. it okay i Me love too. that but like i'm i am not i'm not i'm not as mad at because like i'm not going to be mad at hawkfrost this is actually i'm actually a little bit in, Remember how I kind of missed the drama and conflama of Tiger Star? Like, this is kind of what I yeah. miss. I kind of miss this. I'm kind of glad we get a little bit of yeah. Tiger Star shine on this this rusty, dusty uh, Hawk Frost, because it's making me appreciate him a little bit more. But watching, watching Mr. Reverse Character Development decide that his bro that he shared two glances and a sentence with and one dream is more trustworthy than mm, his own leader <sighs> well but but he did learn from his leader and what does his leader do in his dreams ah uh, yeah fair. fair yeah that was his mentor but you learned I'm from gonna the best say, i'm gonna i am gonna put this out here firestar even as a kid was a little investigator he was a little he was a little getting his paws and everywhere he shouldn't have. He was a critical thinker. He 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 critically thought. He saw he's like, this guy's giving me weird vibes, and also he's trying to he's trying to kill me a couple times. I don't think I can trust him. <laughs> I think I gotta figure out what's up with this guy. <laughs> what's up with me. this guy who's killed me and maybe my he, like irrevocably named my friend? Like, maybe, maybe hmm, we should put on our thinking caps and Get out a little, a little magnifying glasses and investigate. All right. Does he have more to say? I'm ready for more. Of oh, this. yeah. Oh, my God. Lay it on me. Speaking of deputies, Hawk Frost says, when is Firestar going to make Brambleclaw his? Brambleclaw shuffles his paws and says there are more experienced warriors. Hawk Frost interrupts him. Older warriors. He corrects Brambleclaw. Yeah. But more that's, experienced? That's how it he works. He thinks not. Well, he made the journey to the Sundrown place and led them here. How many of them could have done that? He's strong, skillful, and upholds the warrior code. Why shouldn't he be deputy? Hawkfrost asks. He's, does he have, like, the mind-reading ability the sisters have, but, like, he can only read... Um, by his uh, insecurity, uh, Brambleclaw's like worst fears. Yeah, because this is like very pointed. Well, Brambleclaw says Firestar has good reasons for not appointing a new deputy. Graystripe, nah. Hawkfrost blinks. Every cat knows Graystripe is dead. Oh, whoa! He'd go whoa. down fighting before they ever let the two legs turn him into a kitty pet. Um, that's your opinion. Sounds like you're with Firestar, Brenna. I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna come back, but I don't think he's dead. I think we're gonna have a uh, Graystripe's magical mystery tour where he gets like his 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 uh you know his 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 manliness uh, removed. Yeah. I I just I I have it. I think it's just way too funny for Graystripe to return. That I I'm holding out for it to happen. All right. Uh, you and Firestar can go sit in that no, corner. No, 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 no. I'm not entirely on Firestar's side. I think he should be picking a deputy. 
Well, yeah, but just the delusion doesn't, get a, doesn't pay the bills. Like, I I think I think it'll be funny in like a cosmic way when he returns. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have faith it's gonna be anytime soon. He has to like meet like a bird companion and befriend a, an an otter like mystic. You know, do the whole all right. Travel up a mountain. Otter, bird, mountain. Well, the mountain's, like, already a dead deal if he makes it back alive. If. Stop. Hawkfrost says there's only one reason Firestar won't appoint Brambleclaw deputy. It's because of who his father was. Because of who their father was. Wow. Brambleclaw stares at Hawkfrost. It's like looking at his reflection. The same dark tabby pelt. The same powerful shoulders. The same intensity in their eyes, even though they differed in color. Ice blue and amber. Brambleclaw whispers and asks if Hawkfrost has the same problem in RiverClan. Hawkfrost shakes his head. Tigerstar was never such an enemy to RiverClan. Which, um, I would argue he was. Yeah, I he would say he's over like, their oh, whole he was clan. worse. Like, yeah. Well, okay, I, I, I don't know if he was worse than trying to set a pack of dogs to tear apart their clan. Yeah, but he did, like, he did have, like, River Clan members. I know they weren't the most popular, but he did have them fight to the death. Um, I mean, I would say Stone Stonefur was popular. He was the deputy, but yeah, Tiger yeah. Star had him killed. I would say yes, he was he, an enemy of River he, Clan. Like, and 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 he had them fight to the death after he. They said they would not kill children. Yeah. So um, I mean, I don't think River Clan wants to talk about it. Yeah, that's I think River Clan like wants to forget. They're definitely, like doing the we ignore like what happened in the past. But I feel like if you asked. Leopard Star's opinion on that time, it would probably be her most shameful chapter of her life. Oh, no, for sure. She, like, she probably doesn't talk about it and doesn't bring it up that much because she has, like, so much regret for what she allowed to happen. Yeah, her rightfully. So I don't know. And I, I mean, don't think she, and that's why I think she won't hold it against Hawkfrost because she's like, well, he didn't know him. So, yeah he's only influenced by my leadership and my clan so she doesn't mm-hmm. it, it's just her like lover like lo- lover or hater I-, I don't think she knows that he's having i don't think he's sharing the fact that he's having uh like vision no. of his father um and well like, and this is just a straight up lie this is like he other things have been kind of been like half truths and like stuff that He's, like, digging up, like, old wounds. That was just a lie. <laughs> well, I mean, like, RiverClan, the rest of RiverClan just found out that he was Tigerstar's son before the journey. So he didn't grow up with that stigma. Yeah. Like, Brambleclaw did. So I guess he wasn't really experiencing it within the clan like Brambleclaw was. I, I think he, so he I think has that's, over... His perception, I think, is on point. I think... I think from his point of view versus Brambleclaw, he might not think RiverClan had as much of an enemy in Tigerstar because RiverClan's ashamed of it and they don't want to talk about it. And, and he's like, nobody knew it was his son. 
Right, and he's already, like, overcome, like, being an outsider, I think, in yeah. the plan, so I feel like they would be like, well, we can't, like, hold that against him. Yeah. Like, they should, but, like, they shouldn't. <laughs> well, Hawkfrost says that his trouble comes from not being clanborn, and it used to bother him, but now he looks at Firestar, and if a kitty pet can become a leader... So can he. Oh, cool. We're just, like, saying saying it out loud now. Cool. I mean, yeah. You look I mean, up to Firestar? Knew. Yeah, okay. Well, like, we, I'm saying, like, he wants to be leader. Oh, yeah. No, we know that. Pretty obvious. Is, does he have more to say? Um, no. Okay, I was gonna be, like, exhausted if he was gonna keep laying it on. It's so thick. Well, now we get a breath of fresh air and that's my girl. Oh, oh, we just switch? No, no, we didn't. No, no. Squirrel Flight just almost crashes into them. <coughs> she just almost runs right into them. Sorry, I was looking for... She stopped, seeing the two of them. Oh, it's you, she said ungraciously to Hawkfrost. Hawkfrost greets her politely with a dip of his head. He says him and Brambleclaw were just discussing wind plans. And Brambleclaw is so relieved that he didn't bring up the talk of deputies. Awkward. Because yeah. of course he wouldn't. Because he's smarter than you. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, now I have to say no, something yeah. nice about him. Oh, right. I think you've forgotten about that. Um, to be fair, to be fair, uh, there hasn't been a lot of redeeming moments for our boy in this episode. No. No. Um, and, and I will say, I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm. Okay. Like, I'm at your, like, level of, I'm just like, wow. You send a kid to college, you feed him, you wash him, you raise him. Only to watch all of his character development literally just go away for no just reason. Right down at all. the toilet. Like, I want to have a talk with the errands and be like, so how could we have done this better, gals? Because um, I feel like if we wanted to do this, if this was always the plan, we should have just, like, never resolved the issue between him and Firestar. We should just let that be open. To be fair, the first arc wasn't written with the plan of a second. That only came after its popularity. Then make a series Bible. Or at least give me a you know me they justification use the wiki. for this reverse uh, better than the one we've had to make up ourselves. Like, we made up a reason canonically why this could work. He's super traumatized and whatever. Uh, but so is everyone else. And just because yeah. he has a little, like, earworm whispering things into him, like his dead dad and his half-brother, where did all the character development from the last half of this series go? Yeah, that is, that is a little, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, like we talked about before, this, the, the second series was, like, supposed to end last book. Yeah, it, it just like, really no, feels make it like six. a cool, different character. Yeah than what we've been dealing with and that's fine i'm okay like with continuing on it just bothers me and i'll, I'll stop yeah repeating i it know it's no it, it, it is frustrating uh he, he, my compliment is um 
Maybe he's just in a funk. A really bad My funk. compliment is, it's hilarious. He has a hilarious uh, way his brain works. Um, that he would assume that the people he's talking to would immediately, like, shout out the most, like, um, sort of embarrassing and, like, thing you don't want to bring up. Like, yeah. Your, your yeah. dad's a freak who won't let go of the past. No, <gasps> That's what we were talking about. That your dad's a freak and won't let go of the past. Like, um, he should just accept that his best friend is dead, you know. Yeah. No. Luckily, he doesn't. But his relief doesn't last. Squirrel Flight is glaring at Hawkfrost with undisguised hostility, her neck fur starting to bristle. She asks what it has to do with RiverClan. Hawkfrost's <laughs> eyes widen, but he says nothing. Brambleclaw says of course it matters to RiverClan. Strong leadership is important to every cat in the forest. Squirrel Flight just snorts in disgust. Mistyfoot interrupts them and tells Hawkfrost that Leopardstar wants him. They want to discuss what they're reporting at the gathering. Hawkfrost tells Brambleclaw their <laughs> final decisions about the it, that, that it's about their final decisions about the boundaries. Oh, I just thought it was funny, but, like we didn't talk about this before. <laughs> but Mistyfoot says Leopardstar also wants to tell the other clans how he and Blackclaw drove off that badger. Hawkfrost shrugged. Any cat would have done the same. Yeah, but they wouldn't have the done different... it as cool as me. Ugh. I I kind of just like I wish. I I to help me balance it out. I wish we had like squirrel flight like really getting under his skin. <laughs> like I wish I could see Hawk Frost right. like being deeply annoyed by her. <sighs> Externally. Well, the River Clan cats pad away. Brambleclaw stares after them in shock. Hawkfrost had mentioned the badger in the dream. There's no other way he could have known about that before Oh yeah, now. we didn't, like, talk about that at all. The dream was true. He's just having the realization that this dream was definitely true. Yeah, it, it probably some... would have been, like, fun if, like, anyone had, like, confirmed that with their, like, mouths. On some mysterious level, all three of them had met together and a shiver ran through him from ear to tail tip. <laughs> Brambleclaw wants to call Hawkfrost back, but Squirrel Flight touches his shoulder. She stands next to him, eyes filled with anger and dismay. She hisses at him. Is he just trying to cause trouble? He took the side of that mangy furball instead of hers. Brambleclaw says that's not about taking sides. He thinks Hawkfrost seems like a good warrior. It's Squirrelflight who's starting trouble. <clears throat> Only because Brambleclaw is talking to him every time she turns around. <clears throat> Brambleclaw asks why he shouldn't. Hawkfrost is his brother. That makes him want to get to know him better. And they're at a gathering. They're supposed to talk with other cats. And he can't believe she was so rude to Hawkfrost. Squirrelflight can't believe he'd criticize One Whisker's leadership with him. One Whisker had always been ThunderClan's friend. Brambleclaw asks if she's saying Hawkfrost is their enemy. He's definitely not our friend. Squirrelflight doesn't reply for a few heartbeats. 
the anger in her eyes faded, replaced by a deep sadness. All right. I give up, Scrollflight says. It's not going to work, is it? You and me? This is real? Bramble this isn't a, this isn't like a text conversation between two tweens. Brambleclaw stares at her in dismay. He deserves What it. does she mean? He deserves Why that not? To be a part of this. Yeah. Scrollflight says because she can see exactly where she stands in his life. She's not as important to him as other cats are. As Hawkfrost is. Brambleclaw opens his mouth to argue. But another voice interrupts him. It's Ashfur. He saved Squirrelflight a seat. Squirrelflight gives Brambleclaw one last look of anger and sadness, then went to join Ashfur. Okay, Aaron's. Okay. Brambleclaw leaped after her. Squirrelflight, wait! I'd never choose another cat over you. Oh, your your words don't meet your actions, bro. That's the problem! <sighs> but she didn't look back. And he wasn't going to chase her all the way to Ashfur. He didn't want to give him the satisfaction of seeing them fight. Blackstar calls the meeting together, and Hawkfrost gazes curiously at Brambleclaw. He doesn't want to talk about the dream now. <laughs> Whatever Squirrelflight says, no cat was more important than her. And all he can think about is the way she's sitting next to Ashfur, and how he's bending down to whisper something in her ear. Brambleclaw stares past Hawkfrost into the shadows. Waves of loss and disbelief surge around him like the churning water at the sundrowned place. So, yeah, like, he has all these thoughts, like, no cat is more important than you, like, I would never want to be Hawkfrost's friend over yours, and, like, I agree that maybe Squirrel Flight is being a little, like, stand- you know, like- No, I, no, I, no, I think no, no, you no, should try no, no, she has given him every opportunity to say those words out loud. She has given him no. multiple chances. Okay, so I'm just, like, I think she's being maybe a little harsh on him about Hawkfrost, but he's been acting like an absolute tool, and yeah, yeah he has all these thoughts, but he doesn't talk about them. So yeah. what is she supposed to do? Yeah, and she, and she doesn't, like, she doesn't like Hawkfrost, and they've never actually sat down and talked about why. Yeah, like, she's like, well, Leafpool doesn't, Leafpaw doesn't like him, and, you know, she knew him before, and, like, yeah, that's, like, like but I they, trust but Leafpaw, they like, too, talked, like, but, okay, like, like, what did Leafpaw do? Like, what did Leafpaw say? Like, they yeah. haven't actually talked about why. Like, 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 yeah, let's sit down and have a conversation. Like, well, I don't like him because my sister doesn't like him. Well, why does your sister like him? Well, let's go ask her because I'd, like, trust my sister implicitly because I thought you trusted me. Yeah. And, no, I, I mean, yeah, you know, he says... harsh, but, like, can we blame her? I mean, no. And this she's has been a correct. sticking point. Like, this has been a sticking point. She has, like, told him repeatedly, like, don't trust Hawkfrost. Don't trust Hawkfrost. Hawk he's not a trustworthy guy. And no, she doesn't have, like, a great reason why, but she has a- she has just as much reason to not trust him as he does to trust them. Yeah, so let's so, talk about it. Like, like, they're both on the same- like, they both have, like, zero proof, really, for what they yeah. have. 
and if they say, well, this is what my sister experienced, and I actually go and talk to Leafpool, and he says, well, this is my magical dream, they'd be like, oh, pause, 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 pause. We gotta unpack that. And that'd be a much better conversation than, um, you're not listening to me. Uh, Obviously, you don't want to be with me. And he's like, like, no, I love you. I'd do anything for you. And it's like, uh, then stop talking to Hot Frost. Or at least talk, have a deeper conversation as why you're talking to Hawk Frost. Right. You know, like, like, let's, let's talk it out, man. Yeah. They're both young and dumb. They're, they're both just, very dumb. I would say Bramble No, Bramble Claw's definitely, yeah, no, definitely. Because, I mean, you know, and we're, in this book, we're in his head, so we're, you know, we're hearing him think, I'd never choose another cat over her. Like, I'd right. rather be her friend. Like, it's, like, he's not acting on that. He's not trying to express that to her, because she'll try to come to him, you know, to be friendly and be, you know, good to him, and he just turns her away. He just, yeah. you know, shuts down. He doesn't want, you know. Yeah. Ugh, it's very frustrating. I, it's I very frustrating. My and I truly, I, good for her. Because literally earlier this episode, I didn't think she was going to have uh, the gumption to be like, uh, we're done, man. If this is how it's going to be, we're done. Because to be honest, no, she hasn't like given him like a lot of chance to explain himself. But she has given him multiple chances. She's given him openings and yeah at least to like talk with her and stuff he really hasn't taken any of those i'm i'm very biased (laughs) i i will say i'm very biased me too i'm biased towards my wife obviously like but i will say like she's she's been trying in small ways she's been trying and for the fact that she's so stubborn the fact that she was like hey hey man like how are you and he was like like after they just had a fight um, right. Was a, was a big thing for, for, uh, a squirrel flight. And he knew that. He knew that that was yeah. big for her. Cause she is very proud. She's very stubborn. Um, and he just kind of took her, like, peace offering and was like, eh, slapped it out of her hand. Um, and he's right. had times, like, after his talk with his mom, after his talk with Firestar, like, He's had two weeks to talk to her. Yeah. And he's just been a sad boy. If he, if he, if he really felt like I would do anything for you, um, then you should, uh, at least have a conversation. Take your pride and swallow it. Like take whatever wounded pride you have, stitch that bad boy up, slap a sticker on it and go talk to your ex-girlfriend like uh yeah. here's the thing bro you just got dumped at a gathering that's you just rough. got dumped at a gathering at a, for, yeah, for ashford i just learned about ashford this episode that's so embarrassing for you that's so yeah. embarrassing for you and Ooh, i'm like and your cool new brother saw it happen yeah he Ooh. saw it and trust me <laughs> he's gonna use that i honestly best case scenario he tries to use uh like uh squirrel fight against him and brabacle is like oh you'll bring up my girlfriend <laughs> like that would be best case scenario is he says something about squirrel flight and that breaks the spell like that would be great it'd be very that? funny uh who sees if we actually get it um i'm so very sweaty um in, in my closet yeah see. yeah you gotta get out of the closet oh uh, yeah um but 
Ugh. Wow. Um, I felt like I could yeah. myself pretty well. There were a couple moments. You there. did great. Um, no, I think I think you did great. There was not a single time that I had to hold up my finger. Yeah, very, very. I'm very proud. You did there very were like good. a couple moments where he was saying stuff, and I was like, <laughs> okay. But um, he's just. I think he's supposed to be taking nighttime lessons with his dad about manipulation because yeah. like I don't know how he could... getting some one on one time with daddy. He he really said all the the right things. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know we've already kind of passed this, but I guess we haven't really had that much development of, like, the character of Will from, like, Brambleclaw. <laughs> like, we haven't yeah. seen him build up a very good, like, internal, like, this is who I am. Like, this yeah. is what I stand for. Like, like set of personal morals and... Yeah, he's, like, been through a lot, and he did a lot, but, like, on that whole journey, there was, like, a lot of questioning and, like, having to unlearn all the things that he did learn his yeah, whole life. Yeah, because now... Well, and, and then coming back and being like, well, we made decisions together, and, you yeah. know, we, you know, valued each other equal as equals maybe if they tied it more into that it would be stronger if they're like well he just had to unlearn everything he was raised with no wonder he's questioning everything firestar has ever told him if they made that like a little more implicit yeah maybe i could it would read better i i think Mm -hmm. i think that bramble stars bram geez i think bramble claw's character (laughs) can make sense um i just think the way it's written right now it seems out of character. So. Yeah. And, and and now at this point, I just have to accept that this is who his character is. Um, yes. I mean, maybe he's, maybe it's just a rough patch. Maybe it's just a, just a, a bump in his road. Maybe. Cause I mean, Firestar, we were with him and yeah, the boy had anxiety, but he, he knew he had his friends. Yeah. He and did. even the times when he didn't have his friends, he still tried to have his friends. <laughs> And Brambleclaw, all of his friends just went off to different clans. Yeah. So. Maybe Firestar. Maybe the reason Firestar is so convinced Graystripe's going to come back is like, well, he came back from River Clan. Yeah, why wouldn't he come back from this? Like, going to keep him away? Anyway, okay, we've gone from way over me? our time. Um, folks, if you want to tell us your theories of what uh, Graystripe is up to, no spoilers. Um. Oh, if he's like wrong. What's Graystripe up to? Wrong answers only. Yeah, (laughs) what is Graystripe doing right now? Wrong answers only. Um, you can submit those uh by following us on Instagram or Twitter at wcwitcast, or you can email us directly at wcwitcast at gmail dot com. And if you want to help out the podcast, best thing you can do is uh, share this episode with a friend and be like, what What is your answer? for how Brambleclaw is characterized. How about you spend 20 minutes dissecting um, how this uh, middle grade series is structured uh, to make these characters <laughs> uh, kind of bad writing make sense. Um, and that that will really help out the podcast. <laughs> because I remember Heart and Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?